Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hanging On By A Thread with me, your mentally ill host and physically ill host still, Mia. (sighs) Yes, I am still not feeling great. I'm still pretty overwhelmed with all my school stuff. I'm getting into my last few weeks of the quarter and then I'm on spring break and then I come back uh, for uh, spring quarter. Uh, and I am hopefully, if all goes well, starting my major classes next quarter, uh, which gets me one step closer to getting my dream career uh, that I've been working so hard to get. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned that. I feel like I have. I feel like I've talked about this before. Um, But if you don't know this already, I'm going to school to become a high school English teacher. Um, and that has been my goal for the last couple of years. And I am working really hard to get there, <laughs> even though right now um, my philosophy class is kind of fucking me over at the moment. Um, luckily, it's it's not one of the classes I need to start uh, my major classes. It's just one of my GURs, so I got to figure out something else for that. Um, but anyways enough of that. Um, I wanted to talk about this at some point, um, and I just never got around to it. I feel like it, it, it's an important topic to talk about, uh, especially because it is such a big aspect of my life and my identity. Um, and I figured, why not now? Uh, after all, it is Black History Month. Um, So today's topic, or what I'm going to be talking about, is my racial identity and kind of the the struggles I've had with it. So I don't think I've really talked about this. Maybe I've mentioned it like once or twice, Um, but I and mixed. I'm multiracial. My father is half black and half white. My mother is indigenous and white. Um, I (coughs) (coughs) sorry, still (laughs) dealing with the coughing. Um, I am quote-unquote, the term, the very degrading term that people like to use, uh, white passing. I have light skin um, that does get pretty tan in the sun, uh, but I also live in <laughs> in a colder region, uh, so we don't get a lot of sunlight here. Um, so my skin is a lot lighter than it would be if I had grown up um, somewhere with more sun. Um, But I do have dark eyes and I do have dark hair. My hair is also curly. Um, My brother is lighter than me um, and has my dad's face while I have my mom's face, so my brother looks a little bit more mixed than I do. Um, people are always, you know, surprised 
um, when they find out that I'm mixed <laughs> because I look more white than I am, uh, <laughs> and that has definitely been something that I've I've struggled with um, because it it's almost like I am an imposter <laughs> in a way um, because I don't look how people think a mixed person looks. Um, I don't sound how people think a, a mixed person sounds. I grew up, um, you know, in, in neighborhoods that were promptly white neighborhoods. Um, and I didn't really see a lot of kids that looked like me. You know, I've, I've been around a lot of white people my entire life, especially <clears throat> in my family. Because uh, my, my dad's dad uh, wasn't around. Um, and my dad is kind of the only colored person. <laughs> um, and he doesn't really <clears throat> even know um much about about that part of him it it is something that i've had to learn on my own um and do research in like i i've gone back and i've looked at you know the places that i'm from um, and looked into their culture and their folklore and their, you know, spirituality and traditions and stuff like that. Uh, West African, um, has been a main region or West Africa has been a main region uh, that I've, I've looked into because, that's where majority of my black identity comes from, um, is that region. Um, but I've also had to learn to look at myself <laughs> and accept my identity because for a long time I didn't like I said I grew up around a lot of white people or uh, people that didn't look like me um, and that weren't around mixed families <laughs> I remember in like kindergarten or first grade or something like that a little girl 
uh, one of my classmates asked me why I didn't look like my mom. And my parents had explained to me why I don't look like them or why we look different than other families that we see or that are commercialized um, <coughs> or advertised. And I explained this to her, you know, a five-year-old girl uh, knowing how to explain why she doesn't look like her parents. Um, and, you know, in elementary school, I also got bullied a lot for having curly hair. Um, I was told that it was poofy or if it, it was distracting or it was ugly. Uh, so I, I wore my hair in a ponytail all the time. There was even a point <coughs> where I got told by someone who I thought was my friend and clearly wasn't. Um, she told me that boys would like me more if I had straight hair. And I went home that night and asked my mom to straighten my hair. That was the first time I had ever straightened it because I thought that it would make me prettier. Um, and that's one of the things that I think I regret listening to because as I've gotten older and I've taken care of my hair and, you know, allowed it to be a statement piece of me. It's, it's something that I get complimented a lot on, and it's something that I love. Like, I love my curls. I love, <coughs> you know, getting to, to do styles with it. <coughs> I love how full and bouncy it is. You know, I I love my hair and I I wish that younger me had realized how beautiful it was. <laughs> um but that is something that I've, I've understood through finding my identity was that the parts of me that make me beautiful, that make me who I am, other people don't like because they're jealous. Because they wish that they had 
hair like I do or had no skin like I do or had eyes like I do. That's how I've seen it. But, you know, even at a young age, I wasn't just being told this stuff by kids or by classmates. I was being told this stuff by adults. I was being told that I was a sin or that, (coughs) you know, I I was a mistake and that I wasn't pure. (coughs) And my parents, you know, they're they're obviously an interracial couple and people didn't like that. You know, people are more accepting of it now, but they weren't that accepting of it when I was a kid and <laughs> when I was born. <coughs> um, my mom told me a story about how they were at a restaurant one time and this couple didn't want to sit near them. (laughs) Which I kind, I find kind of funny. (laughs) But also very ignorant and entitled. My parents weren't doing anything, but trying to enjoy a meal and spend time together. But my mom also, you know, would get would get told or asked by woman in public if my dad was still around. (laughs) Because they saw a young white woman with a mixed child and immediately thought the worst. Not knowing that My dad was serving my country, in our country. But all they saw was skin tone and immediately thought. the most stereotypical racist thing I could. I think one of the biggest things that I've dealt with is people not understanding 
that. Being light skinned, being, you know, a light <laughs> multiracial person doesn't make me any less of what I am. You know, I, I've been told that I should call myself white because it's how I look, um, that I'm not dark enough to be considered mixed. Um, that I'm a fraud, that I'm a wannabe, that I'm too white for the black kids, but too black for the white kids. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting to see how hard people try to make you hate your identity and hate who you are just because it makes them uncomfortable. I get that I don't look like the depiction of a mixed person. You know, the poster child for mixedness. But not every mixed person looks the same. There are people that are mixed that are lighter than I am, that are darker than I am. <coughs> it all depends on genetics. Like I said, the amount of melanin I have does not make me any less of who I am. And the challenges I've gone through, just because I don't look black doesn't mean I don't still have similar experiences with racism and discrimination. I've had many experiences with that, but no one believes me because I'm not dark enough. My racial identity is something that I've become more proud of because it makes me who I am. It makes me someone who <laughs> is beautiful inside and out in culture, in spirit, in taste buds. <laughs> I don't have 
to be the stereotypical mixed person. To be proud of my identity and my mixed identity. is something I never want to be ashamed of. I never want to feel like I need to straighten my hair to be beautiful or that I need to have light eyes to be considered gorgeous or that my skin needs to be a porcelain white to be accepted I'm proud of who I am, and I'm proud of my family, and I'm proud to be someone who is a product (laughs) who is a product of understanding that purity (laughs) doesn't exist that skin color doesn't make you any less of a human or any less worthy of love or a family I know that I am never going to have the same experiences as someone who is darker than me. But I won't downplay or discard my own experiences and my own feelings about what I get told about myself. Because we're supposed to be proud of who we are and where we come from and our culture and our background. And there's not going to be a day that goes by where I am not anything but that. (laughs) 
big moral of this episode is however you identify, whether that be racially or religiously, gender-wise, sexuality, any of that. You shouldn't be ashamed of who you are just because someone doesn't understand it or doesn't take the time to understand it. (laughs) But remembering that the end of the day if who you are is who makes you happiest that's the person you need to keep around keep around to you that is proud of their culture that is proud how they identify. (laughs) That is is happy in life. If you are happy having no gender, then that's who you need to be if you're happy. dating only men only women both that's great if you're happy bringing in your culture And using it (laughs) to keep your identity alive. Don't be afraid to. I shouldn't have to straighten my hair to be accepted. None of us should. I shouldn't have to put myself in a box that you labeled for you to feel comfortable. Just be proud of who you are. And remember that only you can make you happy at the end of the day. So, yes, that's about it for today's episode.
um yeah so <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> I really need to get over this cold. Or this is allergies or whatever it is. Um, before I <laughs> just have one episode where it's just me coughing for an hour. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, right. Um, just be yourself. And... <clears throat> Identify as however you feel happy to. Be proud of who you are. So, as always, hang in there. Even if it's just by a thread. <laughs>